Amy, welcome to Set Phasers to Stung. For today's mini-sode, you're going to tell us all about Y2K? Yeah, and the 2038 problem that I think people are ignoring. Do you want to briefly explain what Y2K was and why we care, and then tell me what the 2038 problem is? Speaking to some at the time, and as a young teen, I remember the Y2K thing could have been the end of the world. It was the concept that a lot of the computer systems were believed to only work on the six-digit date format. So in the United Kingdom, day-day, month-month, year-year. So 1999 would have finished as 9-9. And people didn't know how the computers were going to react when we turned over to Millennium and those two year digits became zero zero. It was seen as being a massive thing. The US President Bill Clinton put lots of money. There was conferences all over the world. My mum had to go to Italy for an audit conference all about how they're going to deal with Y2K. And there was TV adverts. There was all sorts of fear around that planes would fall out of the sky and nuclear reactors would explode and we would have the end of the world just effectively down to a mathematical error. And the um, millennium came around. There was a couple of displays that were wrong. One bank had issues with their credit cards causing issues for a little while. And I think there might have been a pension fund where they did stop giving out money for a little while. But it was all fixed very quickly. And a lot of people now, 24 years in the future, like, oh, it was just a big hoax. And it's like, no, it wasn't. It was quite a serious thing, but it was dealt with. Did nobody just advance the date a year or two and see what would happen ahead of time? The problem is when infrastructure was built and they started programming, we're talking 60s, 70s and 80s, storage on computers was relatively small. Like if we talk about RAM, for example, and memory, it's quite common that most of our devices will have 16 gigs of memory. Back then, we were talking megabytes of memory and we're talking like 16 megabytes of memory, so significantly smaller. So memory was at a premium and these program devices just infiltrated everywhere. There were some systems where they were testing very early, but people just didn't know the full extent of how many systems would be affected. And that's where a lot of the fear mongering came from, because we just didn't know how different systems would react. A lot of it came from the short sightedness. When people first developed this software, they never thought that this software would be used 35 years in the future. We can see this today in the NHS. There's a lot of outdated systems because people thought, oh, this is a minor problem. In 10 years time, it will all be upgraded. And this upgrades didn't happen. Now I'm a lot more worried about the 2038 problem. So I think you'd better tell us about that. I'll explain why Y2K was a big deal, because it's going to make sense a little bit more with 2038. So it's all to do with how data is encoded into binary. So you tend to get data encoded in bits of data, ones and zeros of binary. So a lot of the old machines were encoded in BCD, which is binary coded decimal, where you would encode a nine and then encode another nine. And then when that nine goes up, then this one increases. So they weren't grouped as 99, they were grouped as nine and nine. Nowadays, we encode the whole time as one long number, most notably how Unix does time which is a long string of binary numbers. It's 32 bits, 32 ones and zeros. 
And what it is, is it the number of seconds since the 1st of January, 1970. So 32 bits clicking up each time, it's going to want to go to 33 bits at 3.14.07 UTC on the 19th of January, 2038, computers that have only encoded with Unix 32 bits, so using 32 ones and zeros, are basically going to either, one, have an overflow error, so I need a 33rd bit, what do I do, error, and just crash, or they're just going to loop back around to 0000, zero, 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 zero and start counting again. And then what you're going to have to do is things that link to dates in your system, you're going to start popping up with errors, such as updates being corrupt, because this update says that it's from this date, but my date is 1970. My update can't be in the future. So you're going to get all of these sorts of things happening. The good news is that because of Y2K, a lot of systems are already using 64-bit integers, that's not going to overflow for 292 billion years. So we have a lot of time. So how many devices are still on 32-bit time? And which ones are they? We don't know. <laughs> they will be using a Unix timestamp. We don't know how many, but we do feel that a lot of these systems are probably older embedded systems. So an embedded system is a pre-programmed something in part of another something. So a lot of automotive systems are embedded systems such as anti-lock braking and those sorts of things. What could possibly go wrong? Uh, another issue is some of the older internet-enabled devices. So older webcams that are internet-enabled routers, those sorts of things could also be affected. But unless you are actively looking for these things, we don't know. We know that there has been some early signs of these things crashing where people have tested them. I think the message from it is get people to look at older systems. And I think as a programmer and developer, you need to be aware that your systems might not be as finite as you think, that you might end up producing this piece of code that hangs around for decades. We can't assume that technology is going to progress in the way we expect it, because if it did progress in the way we expected it, we would be the Jetsons now, and we are far from the Jetsons. Set Phasers to Stun is hosted by Mick Schubert with music by Sam Watts. You can find Mick at mickschubert.com and Sam at samwatts.com. And you can find Set Phasers to Stun on every major podcast platform, as well as at setphaserstostun.substack.com.